Black and great, where do I begin? Growing up as an only child in a West Indian household, I was blessed to have a family that believed in me and encouraged me. No dream was seen as too big. No limits were placed on what I could or couldn't be. It didn't seem like much at the time, but now as a 29-year-old, in a world that can sometimes feel stifling for me as a black woman, it's everything. Neither my parents nor anyone in my immediate family attended university, but despite this, and probably because of this, excelling in my education was important to them. So I studied hard, securing the top grades, and simultaneously I threw myself into just about every after-school extracurricular activity you can think of, from debating club to basketball to trampolining to drama club and more. I was doing the most. Throughout school, it was common amongst my peers and teachers to speculate on what I would be when I grew up. Renee is going to be the first black prime minister, some of them said, because of my passion for evoking change in my roles as the head girl, head of school council and the winner of the regional public speaking competition. She's going to become a famous actress or singer. This came from singing the lead in the school choir, securing the lead roles in the school plays and going on to perform in theatres. Shakespeare was my speciality. Other potential careers included being a journalist or a historian, which came from my love of writing and passion for history, where I academically excelled the most. It was great that my teachers and peers thought so highly of me, but internally I was in turmoil. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I know that it was the same for a lot of people growing up, but for me, and maybe for other black kids, it came from not really having a blueprint, not seeing visible role models, and more importantly, not knowing how to pursue certain avenues. How could I pursue a career in politics, let alone aspire to become Prime Minister, when I hardly saw any black people, especially from my socio-economic background, in Parliament or as decision-makers in my local community? Sure, I saw lighter black actresses and singers doing their thing. As a young teenager, I knew the dances and lyrics to Christina Milian, A. Marie, Ashanti and Samantha Mamba songs. This is really showing my age here. Christ. But as for black British women of my darker skin complexion, I didn't see them anywhere on the screen. The same goes for every other career suggestion. I couldn't see me. I couldn't see us. As I moved through sixth form and then university, I decided upon financial services, specifically banking, as the industry I wanted to start my career in. Although this is another space where I saw few black people. I interned at European and American investment banks and quickly realised how much more informed and ahead my white counterparts were. Many of them were on their third internship, whilst I was on my first. They already knew people high up in the banks we were interning at, were invited to private lunches and after-work events. They spoke so clearly and confidently about their career aspirations, who they wanted to emulate. Everything came so naturally to them, like they had been doing it all since birth, whilst I overanalyzed my every action, overthought my every move, feeling that everything I did would be perceived as reflective of all black people. It was more than just race. It was class too. Most of them came from money, attended the best schools and had access to resources I didn't. I was starting from zero, working my way up, while they were already at 10. Because of this, when I did see black people in those higher up positions, I desperately wanted to know how they got there. What was their story, their career journey? But for years, successful black people were never afforded the opportunity or platform to speak on their career experiences. They didn't feature on the major lists, weren't invited to talk on panels, 
They weren't being interviewed by the big publications. It was like we didn't matter. Thankfully, this has changed. Fast forward to 2018, when I was in my second job post-graduation and the realisation came yet again that I was in another job that I didn't want to pursue for much longer. Although I managed to stick it out for another year, there were two things that really kept me going during this time. One, my ability to write about and share my career experiences, the things I had learned, the challenges I faced and how I overcame them, so that it would help other black students and graduates. My first ever post was on learning to be my authentic self in the workplace for my friend's blog, and it got such a great response. I continued to write on other topics, such as how to stand out during a summer internship, how to navigate workplace politics and using LinkedIn to secure your ideal job. I would receive loads of private messages on Twitter and LinkedIn, with people following up for more advice based on what I'd written about. I started to realise that there was a gap in careers and workplace guidance from and for people that looked like us. Two, my BLK and Great website, now solely an Instagram page. I interviewed upcoming black entrepreneurs, filmmakers, designers, authors and more because I felt like all this great work was happening in our community but it wasn't being shouted about. I also wanted to document how these individuals were able to achieve these amazing things in the hope it would help and inspire those within our community with similar ambitions. BLK and Great is an informative platform which celebrates the very best of us. Let's go back to that period where I didn't enjoy my job. Ugh. Amid working, careers blogging and interviewing for my website, I reflected a lot. I reflected on how different my career path might have been if I had been exposed to the stories of black people who had achieved success in a variety of spaces when I was growing up. I reflected on my daily experiences in the workplace, the career decisions I was making and how different things might have been if there was a resource which gave context to the things I was going through as a black person in a majorly white environment and provided some sort of advice. These reflections and thoughts were the foundation for what you are listening to now, the Black and Great book.